Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Nolan Samer with Infinite Banking Radio. I have an awesome guy in my office this morning talking infinite banking, and uh, his name is John Blaylock. He's going to introduce himself, uh, kind of go over all the ins and the outs of infinite banking and what has helped him and all of his clients just had so much success uh, in this business, and also whether it's in real estate or farming, he's got an awesome story regarding that, too. I just want to have him come in and tell his story, how he got in the business and what he does. Uh, John, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, Nolan, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I got in the business in 2006 uh, doing traditional wealth management stuff, and then uh, the recession came. And so that was uh, a rude awakening for a young financial advisor starting out for sure. Uh, about the same time, I went to a conference in Orlando, and I heard a man speak by the name of R. Nelson Nash, who is the creator and author of Becoming Your Own Banker. And what, what he was saying was making a whole lot of sense to me. But then when I heard the word life insurance, I was like, uh, no, I don't, I don't know about that. Because everything I'd heard, everything I was taught uh, in all my training to become a certified financial planner, I had basically said that life insurance is a terrible place to put money. And generally, we agree with that. Um, the way that most life insurance policies are designed, uh, they, they are not great places to put money. But what we do know thanks to Mr. Nash, uh, is that when designed in a very unique, properly structured way, they can be a fantastic warehouse for, for savings uh, that then get deployed into investments and then come back in, back and forth. So I met, I was fortunate that Nelson lived in Birmingham, where we're based out of, and he was very patient with me. I was slow to adopt it, probably took two years of trying to poke every hole in it I could, and eventually was like, hey, I'm just going to try this myself. And then once I saw it worked, uh, then I started bringing it to open-minded people, uh, a lot of real estate investors, a lot of business owners, people that understand leverage and know how to say, how to smartly use other people's money. Awesome, man. That's a awesome backstory on how you uh, learn the game, especially, like you said, um, it requires someone to be a little open-minded to think outside the box and, you know, good for you for sticking with it. Um, all right, John, so tell me, what, what is infinite banking? What is your 30,000 foot view? How do you teach this to clients and how do you introduce it to business owners, entrepreneurs, real estate guys like that? Yeah, so I think about infinite banking as far as the warehouse as a supercharged savings account on steroids with tax benefits, credit protection, depending on the state. And I think about kind of in two ways. You've got this uh, ever-growing compounding pool of money that's doing so in a tax-free way if you follow a few simple rules and a separate line of credit, essentially with the insurance company. Uh, You're borrowing against the cash values while your money is growing. That is kind of the light bulb that needs to go off in people's minds. Normally with money, we think, I got to do this or this. And when we make a decision to move money from a place that's growing, we, we interrupt or kill the compounding to then move that money. In this situation, our money is growing and we can use someone else's money to uh, have our money do two things at the same time. Uh, in addition to that, it's not, infinite banking is not the product. It's really the process of what, it, the magic of it to me is all the creative things that people do with it. Uh, the, the freedom and control of being able to pay the insurance company back when and how you want enables people to uh, make less, uh, make smarter decisions. They're not under duress. They're not stressed out. We know emotions are, uh, are lead to bad decision-making uh, in life and especially with, with, with money. 
And so the freedom control is a big piece of it. And then watching people uh, restructure cash, restructure debt, um, cash flows, seize opportunities. I mean, during the pandemic, there was a client that essentially saved, saved a third generation restaurant. Uh, that was an, an emergency situation. Obviously, uh, opportunities are a whole lot more fun. Um, cash flow, cash flowing uh, investments are a lot more exciting than emergencies. But, you know, the, the word infinite that he came up with in titling it really is appropriate because uh, every week we're blown away with the creative ways that people use someone else's money while their money's growing to seize opportunities and uh, to better themselves financially. Well, then let's go into just, you know, Guys that are in the office, I mean, the guys that brought me in here, um, tell us about how you use your policies. You know, how do you and your family enhance what you guys are doing? Um, again, I don't know how many you have, but I know multiple guys in the office have multiple policies. One question is, why would guys have multiple policies? And question number two is, how do you uh, enhance what you're doing with, with your policies, John? Uh, yes, definitely have multiple. Um, the first ones were, they were small, you know, was getting going in the business uh, and then as income uh, went up, then, you know, just made the decision, hey, I want to warehouse more of my retained earnings in a better, more efficient place. Uh, ways I've used them, uh, we've purchased our paid cash by borrowing against the policies to pay cash for uh, my wife's vehicle. I uh, did so last year with my own. And you notice that when you essentially own that debt uh, and realize, hey, if I make a loan repayment of $1,000 this month, that I can I can get that thousand dollars back if I need to, it 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 enables you to pay pay things back much more quickly versus when uh, first got married. My wife had a car loan, I think it was like five hundred dollars a month. You know, we kept looking at the balance, like oh, I really want to pay that thing off, but you know, aggressively pay uh, pay it down. But if we do, we can't get that money back. You know, the hot hot water here goes out. Uh, we can't call GMAC and say, hey, we need that two thousand dollars back. Right. Um, and so done it that way. Also uh, have done some passive income deals, uh, borrowed against policies uh, to cr- you know, create other streams of income. Um, and you know, really having ready access to capital you know, opportunities. If you have access to capital and can get your hands on it quickly, you know, opportunities will seek you out. And so uh, I've found that to be true, just like a lot of our clients do. All right, a couple more questions, John. I know that your your time was valuable here, but um, I heard a a phrase, an acronym the other day, EVA. I heard of a thing called economic value added, and uh, you know I've I've had it explained a couple different times. But uh, you being the professional here, maybe you can explain to our listeners what is economic value add and how do you utilize that and implement it in your life and business, and also in your business owners and clients' business as well. Yeah, so uh, EVA or economic value added is a term, um, I believe, from the 80s, Stearns and Stewart accounting firm. Um, they were essentially working with CSX and Coca-Cola and big companies, and they were, they were trying to improve the companies financially. And what they basically came up with, what EVA means is, is saying, hey, Coca-Cola, when you use your capital or your cash in a deal, you should pay yourself back the same rate of interest had you used the bank's money. And so... You know, one thing that makes it hard for people to get that over the past decade of saying, well, I paid cash for my car. Uh, I don't need to pay myself back with interest. The, you know, the reason I think that it's tough is because we haven't earned anything in traditional bank savings accounts in over a decade. So when we pay cash for things, we don't feel like we're losing anything. We don't really understand the opportunity cost. But, you know, with properly structured 
uh, infinite banking design life insurance, we know that our savings can and, and does reside in a place that does earn interest in a tax favored in a tax favored way. And so uh, that opportunity cost is real for sure. Paying cash, there is definitely a cost. There's always a cost. That's what Nelson would beat into my head. He was like, John, there's always a cost. We finance everything we buy. We either, uh, if we pay cash, we give up the interest we could have earned, or we use somebody else's money and pay them interest for the use and privilege of doing so. Awesome, John. So I guess getting into the end of this thing, what is something that you do every single day that drives you to come in the office that excites you about teaching infinite banking to clients? Uh, what gets you up in the morning? What, what gets you jazzed up uh, about teaching infinite banking to business owners and real estate guys and entrepreneurs alike? You know, I get fired up by meeting and working with open-minded people, people that uh, are willing to go against the grain and do, you know, not just follow the herd. Um, a lot of times that leads to just, what, what's really exciting is, is, again, what watching what people do with it, whether it's in their business or for their families, because, you know, always going to be uh, there's there's always going to be a new way that somebody is utilizing this capital uh, to do deals. And so that that's fascinating to me to watch what people do with it and and just the freedom and control they have in doing so. And so, yeah, that's that's the most exciting part for me, for sure. OK, awesome. Uh all right, John. So just last thing here, you know, if someone is listening to this and they hear EVA, that intrigues them. They learn about how there is a cost to our capital. That intrigues them. What is something that somebody can do right now today to take action, uh, to begin trying to implement this idea in their life? And, and, and again, take action. What, what is something that we could do uh, for our listeners out there um, that, wanted to, that wanted to move forward with something like this? You know, obviously reading the original book is, you know, Becoming Your Own Banker by R. Nelson Nash is a great place to start. Uh, he co-authored another book called The Case for IBC with Bob Murphy and Carlos Lara. Those are, that's a shorter, maybe a, you know, easier, quicker way to grasp it. You could also go to infinitebanking.org. They uh, have a practitioner finder. Uh, the internet, you know, if you Google anything, it, it almost just leads to confusion. You don't even know, like, what's what anymore. And so starting at infinitebanking.org, there's a lot of great resources there. Uh, you can find practitioners as well through their practitioner finder. Uh, and, you know, what's sad is there's a lot of people out there saying that they are doing infinite banking and they're not doing it the way it was intended. And we see a lot of sad stories of, uh, you know, in that, unfortunately. So I would stick to that website and then reach out to somebody through it. Awesome, John. Well, again, thanks so much for coming in today, man. We appreciate your time a ton. Um, guys, for the all that are listening, John Blaylock is an awesome uh, guy in our office that teaches the right way to do infinite banking. So uh, if you're interested in learning more about how you can implement infinite banking in your own life, we're going to have a link in our bio that's going to allow you to book a call with us, whether you're in Birmingham and you want to come into the office or you wanted to do a Zoom call and just learn how maybe this can be implemented and impact what you're already doing. So again, guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode.